Owlcast, the official podcast of ACS Athens. Listen to the exciting story of the American Community Schools of Athens. Check out what drives all the members of our international community of learners as we create the education of the future. Here's John Papadakis. Welcome to the 10th episode of the Owlcast. Each week, we choose a different protagonist in the story of ACS Athens as we attempt to document and understand what makes the school's life exciting, meaningful, and different. International schools are known for the frequent rotation of their teaching and administrative personnel. ACS Athens recruits most of the time teachers and high-level administrators from the international school circuit, where the mentality of international education guides the expertise and training of the new hires. This year, a new principal joined us from a pure American school, which gives her a unique perspective as a leader to a school that follows the American curriculum. Dr. Jolita Galocci, our new middle school principal, arrived this year from Aurora, Colorado, and shares with us some of her insights she has gained so far, having joined the ACS Athens International Community of Educators. Today, with Dr. Galozzi, we discuss how can British literature inspire the desire to travel, the learning curve of managing learning in a new school, the job of a principal as a life calling, causing shifts in culture and bringing positive impacts, teachable moments, and helping students help themselves. Your arrival to ACS Athens a few months ago marked your first international posting at a school overseas. What kind of journey brought you across the pond? Well, it started many years ago, actually, when I was a, a student and I was taking a, a class for British literature and took a, a trip to London, Scotland, England, and Wales. And there I discovered this love of going new places learning about new cultures and experiences and so that's something this is something I've always wanted to do uh, 30 years ago sparked that interest and your previous school uh, in Colorado is the typical American school uh, with a large number of students and all the resources that their American curriculum has to offer I know that we're in the middle of the first quarter uh, here at ACS but Could you draw any comparisons between what you've been doing there and what is the norm here? I think there are many, many um, things that are similar. For example, students, middle school students um, do the same types of things. They, um, sixth graders have a lot of energy and they run through the hallways. They did that across the pond. (laughs) And uh, eighth graders are really, they're looking at the next the next phase of their life. They're looking at high school. And so I see a lot of comparisons in student behaviors. Um, I just say middle schoolers are middle schoolers. They're unique, they're wonderful. Um, so I've really enjoyed that that piece. And then coming over, the systems and structures of schools is, are very similar. Um, just the day, the, the scheduling of the day, the uh, master calendar, uh, many of those things are very similar. Uh, and differences, I would say are um, because I taught in a taught and was a, a principal in a public school, and this being a private school, there there are differences. Um, 
parents are have their children here because it's a wonderful school and they want their children to come here and so they uh, they chose ACS Athens for specific reasons when I taught in public schools back in the states um, I also taught a school district that was more fluent and uh, people wanted to be in in that school system as well but there were some kids who didn't who didn't have the maybe the work ethic or the um, respectfulness. I just see a different level of uh, ethics and respectfulness in the students here in this population, and it's uh, refreshing, for sure. How steep has your learning curve been so far? Um, how would you describe the community of ACS at this point? I think I, I love the faculty. Uh, the faculty is, they're dedicated, they're, uh, the action research that they're doing is so impressive. Uh, where we used action research at my old district, but it wasn't at the, the same level of rigor, I guess you would say. Uh, so it's been amazing to be part of a community that uh, has a mission and vision in every stakeholder in uh, the organization is, um, is on board with that. And so that is been an incredible journey. And so as far as a learning curve, um, various systems are similar, yet they're different. So um, not I try not to com- I try not to compare the two because although I, I was in that district for 25 years, so I didn't have to think about, well, how do you um, prepare for a rainy day? We had a rainy day today, so that's the <laughs> top mm-hmm. of my mind. Um, so so those those things that are in the moment, that um, when you're in an organization for a long time, you take for granted those um, systems that are automatic for you. And so my learn, I'm learning something new every day. And uh, I've really enjoyed the people here at ACS, the staff, the support that I've gotten. Uh, the middle school staff is incredible. They work well together, they problem solve. They're friendly. Uh, not that my school in the past wasn't, but it's uh, it's a different group of people who are here for a purpose. It's a different kind of friendliness. Yes, yes, I, and I'm enjoying that. Uh, students are facing many challenges as they try to cope with a transition from elementary to middle school. Uh, entering the exciting but often turbulent adolescent years, finding their own voice, uh, discovering themselves intellectually and physically can cause the world around them a lot of frustration and clutter, but also wonderment and delight. Um, How often are you asking yourself if this is your true calling? And how do you deal with all those happy and not so happy voices around you? Well, I I look at it because I'm a parent, my children are grown, but I look at it through the lens of what it, what would I want for my child to experience from the principal, from the teacher, from any individual that walks down the hall. So I look at it through that lens. And just sitting in my office by the volleyball court and tennis court, I hear students outside all day long. And uh, that brings me some joy. So I like helping kids. I like talking with kids. Uh, the ones who aren't turning in their work to the ones that are excelling, they all have uh, needs. And, and that's my job is to find out how, how can I help you? So I just, I love my job. <laughs> so I get to help, you know, I get to do this job. Uh, and it's not really a job, it's what I, it's my life calling, if you will. Mm-hmm. You arrived here in the middle of the COVID pandemic, mm-hmm. uh, both in the US and in Europe. 
schools are inherently vulnerable to the lockdowns, online learning and virtual classroom activity. All these became the norm in many situations. How would you describe what you left and what you have found in that context? So when I left my school back in, uh, it was June, we were, uh, we were face-to-face with many of the same protocols that you have, uh, that we have here today at uh, ACS. So I feel like it was, uh, as far as COVID goes, it was just walking from one building into another hmm. and we, we have to wear, you know, we were wearing face masks, we were social distancing. Um, but some things that have changed is that now we get to have clubs and activities. We had online clubs and activities. Uh, I heard some of the same concerns from parents when I was back in the States and concerns from parents now that so much was lost during that time that kids need to be in school. They need that uh, interaction with their peers. They need the interaction with the, the adults around them, their teachers and other staff members. So uh, many of the, a lot of those things are similar. I do look forward to a time when we don't have to wear masks, that I can see the children's faces. Um, I was at my previous school for a number of years. The sixth graders were new to me, just like now, uh, but the seventh and eighth graders I knew. So behind that mask, I knew. You knew who it was. I knew who it was. Here, I don't. I have to, you know, if I run into them at a grocery store, I, I may not recognize them because mm-hmm. I've just seen from their uh, the nose up or the bridge of the nose up. So um, I, I do uh, look forward to when, where we don't have to have those precautions. Did you have a chance to see the effects of uh, this kind of uh, lockdown or the effects of uh, being away from school, being away from social life? Have you seen this kind of effect in your everyday uh, interaction with the kids so far? I haven't here. Uh, I know when I was uh, back in the States and we finally came back in person, face-to-face, children were very quiet, didn't seem normal (laughs) to have a classroom of kids who aren't raising their hands, they're not trying to answer questions. Mm -hmm. Uh, But it took took several months for that to pass where kids Mm -hmm. felt comfortable in class. So that's one thing that I've noticed here. um, I see happy kids in classes, they are raising their hands, they're engaged, and and probably because we were face-to-face at ACS Athens last May, and so they had that opportunity to enter the the school again after being locked down and, and get back to some sense of normalcy. You are listening to The Owlcast, the official podcast of ACS Athens. Your academic background includes a master uh, of education with a specialty in educational technology. Mm-hmm. Um, how meaningful do you think is learning on a virtual or hybrid environment, especially using the tech tools that are now available to us? And um, can you see a school of the future where students from different parts of the world participate in the same educational experience and still gain consequential knowledge? Of course, of course. I think collaborating across the world for projects, uh, humanitarian efforts, service uh, activities, learning, collaborating on projects 
I, I think that would be hugely beneficial. I think with the um, online learning that we went through with pandemic was different because it was like flipping a switch. We were here and then we weren't. And we had to uh, try to continue learning using a new platform and, and process. So I think that was hard. But I think with all of the advanced technologies that we have now, knowing that, yes, we can do this, we can communicate across the world, we can collaborate across the world, that the potential is, is endless. And I think we can do it, uh, and I think we can do it well. Can you see uh, how we could have gone through such a crisis 10, 15, or 20 years ago without the tools that we have right now? We would not, um, I don't think our children would have had a successful experience, for sure, if they couldn't uh, dial in and, well, not dial in, but <laughs> yeah, well. uh, click, click and yeah. uh, see their teachers and ask an immediate question online uh, in a chat or send an email. So no, I, I think it would have been very different. Probably collective gap year. Mm -hmm. What was the uh, most intense question you and your family were asking yourselves before you decided to make the long trip to Athens? What was your biggest worry? Well, I think my biggest worry was learning the language just because I didn't I speak English. I don't speak any other language, and that was a worry. But my husband and I are adventurous. We moved from, we actually met in Texas and moved to Colorado, and we went there and we didn't have family. We took our children, raised our children there, and uh, we, we like new adventures. And so the biggest worry was just learning the language. How will I navigate um, the systems and uh, on a personal level? And then the school, I was just excited. So I, I just thought this is, um, well, number one, it's an American community school. And I knew that, well, I can speak English at work. <laughs> But someone's going to understand yeah, me. Yeah, yeah. But I think I was just made to feel so welcomed, even you know through the interview process and talking with uh, with various people. I just felt comfortable. I wasn't really afraid of. I wasn't worried about coming to work because just the environment. And I think uh, looking at different schools from across Europe, ACS was attractive to me because of the mission, the vision, the values uh, are so similar to mine. I was really excited to come uh, join ACS, a school that is um, a leader in the use of technology. And my background in technology, I, I thought, look what they're doing. <laughs> I can't wait to get there. So I, so I guess I hope that answers your question. Sure. You're slowly getting situated, um, used to the life in Athens. And a colleague of yours calls you to ask your advice whether to make a similar move from the U.S. Um, you're thinking of the social life, your professional life, and your path in your new position. What is your advice? My advice would be to say yes, definitely. Uh, my advice would be to research where you're going to be moving look at uh, the culture, look at, um, just learn as much as you can. I think it's a valuable experience and my advice would be to uh, to grasp that opportunity and, and go for it because I've, I've learned so much. I can't believe I've only been here two months. It feels like I've been here longer. Um, my husband and I have enjoyed 
every aspect of Athens and and Greece that we've encountered, just a, a wonderful place. So if a colleague was asking if they should come here, I would, I would uh, wholeheartedly give it my stamp of approval and, 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 and ask them to come visit me. Mm-hmm. Uh, can you describe a really vivid moment of accomplishment or satisfaction in your previous school or your current position? Well, my previous school, uh, I was uh, chosen to go there to make some shifts in culture, mm-hmm. and, um, and I was able to do that. So when I, when I went into that school, it was uh, people didn't get along very well. It was more of a, on a toxic side, and when I left, it was in a different place. So that for me was a rewarding experience because I go back to why, you know, why did I become an administrator? And I did because I wanted to make a difference for kids and, and families and people and the people that work in the building. And you can have a larger impact as an administrator than as a teacher. And I loved being a teacher and I love to teach today. Um, but I, having that impact was uh, meaningful to me and it's, it's why I do the work. And coming here, I've only been here a, a short time, so I'm looking forward to what positive impact I can have. If you've ever heard the the saying, you know, you need to leave a place better than you found it, and so I'm looking for how I how can I make that difference here, and I and I don't know what that is going to be yet, but um, I'm really excited to be here. Like I said, that the students are wonderful. Uh, I've met wonderful parents and. Uh, the colleagues to be working with this level of rigor and this level of professionalism is uh, has been a, a great experience. So I'm I'm just wondering where can I leave my mark? How can I leave it better than I found it? Whenever that day is. Do you have a teachable moment that you have in your mind? Teachable moment meaning something that happened during the day, and then you had the epiphany. Oh, I could do that a little bit better now. There have been many of those <laughs> since I've come. Um, I have to think about that, though. I think it's not knowing what you don't know yet, and I'm discovering that every day. But one one thing I think of is that um, just going back to a service service leadership approach, and I've, I'm looking for that area where I can just help help students. I met with a student today and. You know, when you call someone down to the principal's office, it's like, uh oh, <laughs> I'm in trouble. And I told him, you're not in trouble. And, you know, had a conversation about just getting work done and, and so forth. And um, he was surprised that I just, my question to him was, how, how can I help you? So I'm thinking about uh, how can I help him uh, want to help himself? Some students get surprised by that question <laughs> sometimes. <laughs> they do. Uh, yeah. The principal's office is not a um, not a popular place to want to go, especially if you're. Well, you can try to day. make it popular. <laughs> yes. There you go. Yes. And uh, finally, what would you like our parents or our colleagues uh, to know about you that you haven't had the chance to express to them yet? What I want them to know about me is that I'm a learner, and that um, I will probably make some mistakes, but I'm the person who's going to say I made a mistake. And so I, I want people to know, what I want them to know about me is to come to me. There's not one problem that we can't solve together. And um, I would want them to come to me if coming to another culture, I'm not sure, maybe if I say something that's 
that's not uh, culturally acceptable. I would want someone to come to me and say, you know, you could have said it this way, and I welcome that because I want to learn. I want to continue to learn so that I can do the best job that I can do and so that people here can thrive, whether they're parents or students or teachers or um, any other staff member that works here. Our job is to work together to uh, do the best we can to reach our mission and vision and to um, to have fun and work together every day. So, Dr. Kalochi, thank you so much for being here. Well, thank you. I appreciate that. You are listening to The Owlcast, the official podcast of ACS Athens. Make sure you subscribe to The Owlcast on Google Podcasts, Spotify, and Apple Podcasts. This has been a production of the ACS Athens Media Studio. Thank you.